Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. This is the podcast that gets people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, life's minor inconveniences, and the music that soundtracks it all. So join me as I open up shop and have a waffle. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Welcome to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. The podcast all about getting people waffling about their mental health, coping mechanisms, and the music that have soundtracked their journey. So join me as we open up shop and have a waffle. Welcome to another episode of the Waffle Shop Podcast. Today I'm joined by the incredible personal trainer, content creator, David Templer. Welcome to the Waffle Shop. Thank you for having me. <laughs> I'm genuinely so chuffed that you're here. Like, I love your TikTok, your Instagram. Uh, like, they make me laugh, like, they get me fitter, and they make me hungry. So I think that's probably a very good combination to have. <laughs> yeah, we've ticked all boxes there, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Conversation's over. Thank you. Done. <laughs> Thank you for joining me. <laughs> now, obviously, you're you know, your recipes, I mean, there is so much to talk about, and I'm going to try and condense this down as much as I can. But there, there is ev- something for everyone, like on your socials, you know, you're hilarious, there is, you know, a lot of the home workouts, which are brutal, by the way, like many a stitch <laughs> has been caused. 
<laughs> and the the food, the obviously shirt the chef boy. Something what very fun. Yeah, I guess the whole idea of my social media, so basically to give a bit of context to anybody who doesn't know who I am or what I'm doing, I used to work in marketing for years, six, seven years, and I got completely yeah. bored of it. Um, and I was working with people who were doing similar sort of stuff to what I'm doing now. And I was thinking, why can't I do that? So basically, yeah. I literally wrote a long list down, everything that I like doing. And I was like, how can I monetize that? And basically, I just started uh, documenting my life on my Instagram channel at the time and just sort of built up a personal brand because personal training yeah. is all about being personal so as long as i can get my personality across then that's your distinguishing factor in online personal training most personal trainers know the same stuff it's how you deliver it so i sort yeah. about really getting my personal brand across online um and then yeah i think as soon as i started not caring about what people thought of me it gave me a bit more lenience for the stuff that i was doing and when i realized that people liked what i was doing it gave me that confidence to be able to do it and then i started documenting my food gym travel lifestyle literally everything and now i feel like i'm just monetizing my lifestyle which is a fantastic place yeah. to be in well especially because it's just you're getting paid to live which is obviously a nice thing to do um you mentioned there, um, to fair, you covered off one of the questions. I kind of wanted to know why you got into it and like, obviously how. But you mentioned there about your um, you know, your personality and stuff like that and not like caring about like what other people think. Like, was there a time where like you did and like from a confidence point of view, how did you kind of push past that? Yeah, I think for a while when I first started my Instagram account, so I, I made a not an alias account but another account called temptation and have my personal yeah. one and then this one and i can remember my girlfriend at the time was like why are you doing that and she didn't really get it and i think for a lot of people it was like oh you're trying to get likes you're posting photos of your top off you're posting progress yeah. and i was like i saw the bigger picture of what's happening and it took a good few years for me to even get any traction on it and it's a really weird thing to do like mentally um but also for the people around you like why are you doing something that's having no impact on anybody and it's yeah. that you need to keep going in order to get to where you, you want to be. And not a lot of people are willing to put that effort in when they don't see that um, instant feedback. So I think, first of all, I was scared of what the boys would say. And to be fair, they took the piss out of me when they found it. But now they're like, looking back on it, fair play to you. You've yeah. absolutely smashed it. Um, but yeah, I think the, the moment I started caring less about what people thought about me and realised why I was doing what I was doing, then that was the real changing point for me. We've had... Um, I, I had a YouTuber on a few weeks back on the show and um, she went through like a quite a tough time and like she had received quite a lot of backlash and which led, you know, it affected like her mental health, her physical health. Have you, I'm not going to get all like Piers Morgan life stories here, by the way, don't, yeah. <laughs> but have you ever received kind of that kind of negative feedback, which is kind of, not cause you to kind of stop but kind of take a minute to be like oh hang on a minute yeah it's it's a weird one I think Instagram I've got a really engaged audience it's not massive yeah. in the grand scheme of things it's sort of I don't know 22,000 or something like that but I've built that community over a long period and they're really engaged um, and typically the demographic's a bit older so it's understanding people who are actively seeking my content yeah. whereas TikTok's a relatively new program the, the background of TikTok is that it was um, musically, which was typically dancing and lip syncing yeah. on an app. And then it got bought over by TikTok, TikTok. And I got bought on board to try and diversify the platform. But the demographic is still quite young. So 
Um, there's a lot of needless comments in there, but I often look at that and I don't associate an age with it. I associate yeah. it as a person who's my age. And I'm like, why are you saying stuff like that? Yeah. And I've really had to get into the habit of not checking my social media until at least like two, three hours of being awake. Because I used to wake up, scroll through my feed, see someone saying, you're a dickhead, put your top on, you're trying to copy X, Y, and Z person. Yeah. And it's just enough to, if you've woken up a little bit tired or you're in a bad mood anyway, it's enough to be like, oh, f you whatever like just yeah I, I i do get a bit and the bigger i grow on tiktok the more i don't know if it's hate because i think it's a lot of younger people writing yeah. stuff without thinking about it and along my journey i've been told by a lot of people to do this do that do that but now i've got to the point where i'm doing what i think's right and i actually think the best thing to do sometimes is to react to those people doing it because one sometimes they're just doing it to get noticed and then you'll notice that the second comment is them saying oh wow he's noticed me and they'll ask yeah. a question sorry like, i love your work <laughs> yeah and, and i'm like i'm very interactive with my audience i'm like you don't need to do that if you want to get noticed ask yeah. a sensible question say something nice or obviously now you're hearing i do read it all so if you say something bad i'm gonna react but <laughs> i think a lot of the time it's to get noticed secondly i think people don't realize what they're saying they have a conversation with somebody else in in the comment section and it's not until somebody picks them up that it gets them thinking again um but then there are just some knobheads out there who, who oh, want yeah. to instill a bit of I, I don't know take whatever's going on in their life out on you so that is a mix of it all but um yeah i, I do quite often laugh at some of the negativity because it is funny um but there's some things that just shouldn't be said and it's hard to go unnoticed you mentioned there about like you know like the first thing similar to yourself like I've made the conscious effort to not check my phone till at least like an hour after I've woken up purely because like if I see something that like I don't like or you know when you you get out of bed and you're in that like is today going to be a good day is today going to be a bad day all it's going to take is for that one arsehole on social media to be like yeah today's a bad day that's it now <laughs> yeah ruined and they're probably having a bad day and they're taking it out on you yeah. and then it's just a, an endless cycle of people having bad days because of the <laughs> that are happening it's just silly and it is definitely definitely avoidable so tiktok this app is the biggest i don't know if it's the bane of my life or the biggest kind of blessing of my life i do not know i absolutely love it i've gone from like what is this to literally two hours of my day is literally <laughs> scrolling yeah. through TikTok. Like I'm laughing, I'm crying, I'm exercising. Like I don't know where every time I go on that app, where it's going to take me. Like it's yeah. insane. With like the stuff that you put out on TikTok, do you find yourself in that similar thing? Like, do you ever get like stuck in that kind of like scroll hole of going through like <laughs> other people's stuff? Yes. And I'll be the first to say I'm addicted to the app. I love the likes coming in. I love the views coming in. I love watching other people's content. I love using other people, people's ideas and put my own spin on things. I literally get stuck in that rut of scrolling through. And then I have to be like, right, what are you doing? Chuck, chuck it away. Get off it. Two days I, later. I, do think, I, think, I think it really is revolutionary in the content creator space and yeah. not putting any um, downer on Instagram or any other social media channel. But I feel like a lot of the time they're trying to monetize the platform and turn it into a shop. Whereas TikTok feels like it really is a place for creators. Yeah. Um, and just the variety of stuff you see on that, you see everything from 
dancing, singing, lip syncing, cooking, gym workouts, pranks, like it's is so diverse. And as you say, you go through every emotion going through your for you page. I just think it's it's absolutely brilliant. But it is it is easy to get sucked into it. And as I say, because the nature of the app and you can get push content by anybody, you could do one video video and be an overnight viral sensation, yeah. or you can slowly plod along and some videos not do too well and you're thinking, oh, what, what's happening here? So it's <laughs> it's hard. It's a hard one. It keeps you on your toes, it. doesn't it? It's just like constant, like, what I found is, obviously I don't have anywhere near like the following or anything that you have, but like, it gives me that like fire in my belly just to keep going, keep wanting like more. And it's not from like a, like, I, you know, I love the likes, I love the follows, I love the kind of the, you know, the the, the views, but it's more just like, I just want to be around like-minded creative people. And when you're on like stuff like TikTok, I mean, I think it's completely come in and changed the game this year. Well, last year, well, probably before that, but like last year, it literally just went boom. Everyone, yeah. every man and his dog was on TikTok, whether they were watching, like creating. And I think, especially last year when everyone was kind of like so on their own and isolated, it's literally brought the world together a little bit because you know everyone everyone at one point was doing that dance um for the weekend weekend one yeah yeah (laughs) it's literally and it's like i'm not doing that i'm not doing that two hours later here i am (laughs) (laughs) i think everybody held out as long as they could and then they're like right i'm giving in i'm doing tiktok i'm gonna do do it (laughs) it's good especially during this pandemic it's made people forget about what's going on and it releases your inner child and you're just having a bit of fun doing it um yeah i think i think it's good all around with being a pt and obviously with the content that you create and stuff like that obviously you must be quite a motivated person and this is something that I, I find really fascinating because obviously there's days when my motivation is up, down, and then sometimes it literally, it just doesn't exist. With going through the pandemic and doing what you do, like how do you um, stay motivated? I think generally I am a pretty motivated person, but as I said earlier, because I've looked at everything that I enjoy in my lifestyle and I've yeah. aimed to monetize that, it's sort of, I'm self-motivated by the fact that I know if I do something, there's going to be a positive reward at the end of it at the same time as enjoying it, which is a blessing and a curse because it's fantastic because it doesn't ever feel like I'm working. Even this, doing a podcast now, it's all about, I mean, we just had a brilliant conversation before starting this. I'm glad I've met you like for start, but you know that you're going to get exposure from this. It's a great chance. Obviously, TikTok's are 59 seconds. I'm going to have a half an hour podcast here where I'm not shouting, and annoying people who don't want to hear that because I, yeah. I know that there's going to be some areas of it that people are annoyed by but like I like to think I'm a fairly normal person but I've understood how to get yourself noticed on social media but going back to the motivation I think um, yeah it's just I really really enjoy what I do from an exercise perspective I know that when I work out I feel 10 times better and what I'm trying to do Definitely. with my content is show people that this is, look at me before I start filming this YouTube video. And I'm quite vocal about it now. I'm like, I'm not sad. I'm not happy. I'm just tense. I'm just as I am. But look yeah. at me in 56 minutes. I've literally just done a workout and I was buzzing after it. I'm shouting, I'm jumping around. And I'm like, you. this is free. You can get this for free. Just do mm-hmm. it and you'll feel better. So if you are feeling really shit one day, if you do have mental health problems, whatever it is, you can boost your energy by doing that. So I think for me, that's the exercise part of it. But also I get huge... Um, I guess 
I don't know if gratification is the right word, but I, I get huge pleasure in teaching people stuff like calories. At the moment, I'm doing a feature on my TikTok channel whereby I'm trying to burn 500 calories, but I'm also creating 500 calorie meals. And it's not yeah. do this and you've earned, earned the right to do this, but it's, look, here's half an avocado and here's the amount of calories in it. And I think people have got these views on perceived foods, but until they see a portion size and how much of it they can eat, then they could be eating the right foods, but just too much of it. Or whatever so i think my motivation comes from teaching people but also the way i feel in doing it but also the fact that making money living a lifestyle that i do anyway i'm getting i feel like i'm cheating the yeah. system I'm so paid to do the stuff so, that I'm yeah. Doing. yeah but the thing is as well though i think as much as like you're doing that it it is a lot of work it is a lot of like hours but you know like you said like it doesn't feel like work if you're doing something and like you've got that passion and like your why if you like to call it like then I, you just keep going the way you're going. Like I think it's incredible. And going back to the, like the 500 calories and the 500 and like burning 500 calories, it works. Like I yeah. followed this. I thought I'd give it a go. Uh, I think it was last week. I had the, um, the feta, um, feta cheese and tomato pasta yeah. that you did. And it's like, wow, I followed the workout. I was like, did the workout and then I had like that for dinner I was like I woke up the day after feeling so much more like I didn't feel sluggish I didn't feel like oh so I think as much as it's kind of a lot of fun for you there's a lot of education behind it that I don't think I think a lot of people are pushing it but I don't know whether it's the right way to do it whereas with yours it's so engaging it's a little bit comedic and that's what drew me in. So, you know, I, I cannot wait to see where it goes in like the next two, three months because it is literally changing the game. Honestly, that means so much. And like, it's hard not to chase numbers, but, and again, this this sounds really egotistical, but I'm buzzing about <laughs> it. I've, I've done 10 million views on my channel this week and grown by 30,000 followers. And part of that is paid promo with brand deals, but also a part of it is the engagement with that 500 calorie yeah. workouts and 500 calorie meals. And there's a lot of, um, I guess, negativity about talking about calories in the fitness industry. Mm. But I think if you've got that education behind you and the knowledge on how to make the change to your body, it feels like you're holding stuff back from people if you're not telling them. And there's a massive yeah. change or shift in content on TikTok at the moment called edutainment. So it's educative entertainment. Yeah. Um, and I've been a massive part of the learn on TikTok stuff. And I just feel like that's the space that I want to be in. It gives me free reign to create content. Um, it gives me a, I, I like to dumb stuff down, make it easy to understand and digest, but also put a little spin on it and hope, well, after the back of what you said, I hope that I can do that. No, um, definitely. But it's so, it's so simple. I think especially, I mean, there is so much pressure at the moment from or no matter what walk of life you're on there is you're feeling the pressure you know the pandemic you know job losses you know money whatever it is there's a lot of pressure so when it comes to like the simple things like exercise and food it doesn't have to be that complicated and I think that's why I love what you do because I mean you see certain like things and it's like oh you need this you know you need this great ingredient. You need this freshly cut herb from Morocco. You need, you know, this from the plains of the <laughs> desert and stuff. And it's just like, no one, no one has that. <laughs> Come yeah. on. Whereas with yours, it's just, it's so simple. Here's the exercise. And it's just making it so much more relatable. I mean, I'm not taking shots at anyone else who's doing that kind of stuff at all. Of course yeah. I'm not. 
but that's what pulled me in and yeah i think that's exactly what we need we just need to i don't want to say dumb it down but you said it so i'm going to say it but yeah, it just yeah. it just needs completely simplified it like it doesn't have to be over complicated to feel that little bit of like happiness comfort or even you know even like to work out yeah i, I, th- I think that's the beauty of the industry that i'm in it's personal training or you could even talk about personal nutrition or whatever it is. It's yeah. all about how, how you um, sort of converse what you're trying to do. There's multiple ways to do it. And there's different people who are going to suit different, different needs. I just think I'm, I'm never claiming that what I'm doing is healthy, like, yeah. but it's, it's balanced. And I think by sticking to a diet, eating chicken, broccoli, rice, whatever it is, that's probably good for your body but it's it's no good up here in, in yeah. your head so my my whole ethos is litness balancing lifestyle with fitness so whatever isn't good for your body it is good for your soul that's what i'm saying it sounds so gimmicky yeah. but if you restrict yourself of something for so long then you're just going to drive yourself crazy if you know that right so say you want to have a six pack there's nothing wrong with having a six pack some people want to do it you've just got to track your calories you can give yourself 300 calories to eat a chocolate bar every day and as long as you stick to below it hit your protein you can do it it is so boring i've done it i have to confess to (laughs) to doing it and when i go on holiday i am that person i want to look good on the beach yeah um but what i'm telling people is realistic like here's how many calories are in a beer if you drink two beers here's the 500 calorie workout if is it is it worth it basically and i don't ever think you need to earn the right to do that but if you just think oh i'm a little bit bored especially during this lockdown yeah i'm gonna have a couple of beers well you're just gonna undo everything that you've done so pick your time to do it understand what it's gonna do and what it's gonna take if you want to stay in shape but there's that and this is where i give people the choice i've actually had a few clients on my program who have said right i understand calories in i understand calories out i understand what i want to do I don't want to do it. I'd rather be carrying a few extra pounds, but thank you anyway. I've learned lots. And I'm like, brilliant. If, if you're happy the way you are and you know yeah. how to balance it, if you ever want to get back to there, brilliant. It's quite rare to hear like a PT say that, I guess. Well, I don't like to say rare as if like I, I speak to PTs all the time. I clearly don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's about that kind of like well if you are happy with how you are you know you've got you've given that education of like you know the calories in the calories out and if they're happy then i think it's quite refreshing to hear someone you know in that kind of world be like yeah no if that's what you want to do that's what you want to do not this kind of because i think a lot of that kind of stuff is very forced at the minute and yeah. I mean, I'm only speaking from personal experience here. And I think this is probably why I've got like a little bit of a, a bee in my bonnet because a, a lot of people kind of push like this whole like keto lifestyle, like, and these kind of like shakes and stuff like at me saying like, oh, you'll change your life. And I'm very much like, if that's what you want to do, fair play to you. That's your opinion. That's your, you know, that's your job. That's what you, you know, if it works for you, it works for you. Whereas for me, I couldn't think of anything worse than kind of living off shakes and i like i love my food like i I grew up in like a a single parent household like what was put in front of me i ate if not (laughs) i'm going i'm going hungry um so i just don't like the way it's kind of forced and i think again i I don't keep needing to like shower you in compliments here but that's what drew me into kind of like your line of work and like what you were doing because it was like well you know you're making really nice dishes as well as you're giving me like the tools I need to to, like, like work it off. And it's that, it is that education around it. I didn't mean to take shots at the keto then in case 
anyone listening no, no. is big into but, keto, but not for me. <laughs> it's one of them, isn't it? The easiest way not to be offended is not to be offended. You could say anything and somebody would see a different spin to it. This isn't us digging anybody out. True. It's it's here's my opinion on stuff. If if it isn't your opinion, go and do whatever Joe Blogs over yeah. there is saying. But yeah, I think I think for me, what I'm trying to show people is that I'm obviously not a chef. Well, not obviously. I'm not a chef. Although I shout shout the chef boy out all the time. I'm a recipe creator, recreator. I just want to show people that if you put your mind to something, you can do it. Like I qualified as a personal trainer after working in marketing for six years at head office. I've got a background in gymnastics. I've always done sport and it was literally a tick box to do it. But there's no timeline to say when you can and can't do stuff. And I hope as well as giving educative content on my TikTok, I'm saying, look, I'm a 30-year-old man on TikTok, which two years ago, it was just full of kids and I was getting the piss taken out of me for that. Break break the barriers, do what you want to do yeah. and try not to worry about what other people are saying. But I mean, all these things are so easy said, and even on a podcast, when you're trying to get the best things across about yourself, like I, I just remember now going back to the, if you feel happy being X, Y, or Z, I'm still body yeah. conscious. Like if I put a bit of weight on, the first thing I think is, oh, I feel better when I've got a six pack, but is it as fun? Like, I don't want to portray this like full sense of look at me. I'm happy. Da da da. Whatever. I've got yeah. like fake teeth in. I was insecure about my teeth. Got it fixed. Like, I'm not this person who doesn't <laughs> care about anything. I'm yeah. still a normal person. But the fact is I do something about it. So hopefully with my content, if there's people who are not happy with their weight, they can use the workouts. They can use the recipes to make those changes. If there's something else that they're not happy with, go to a therapist do this whatever it is there's people out there to help you it's yeah. do you want that help enough to be able to do it gone slightly off track there but i think i'm so passionate no, i think about, it's a really important point yeah just go and do it like there's nothing worse <laughs> i'm just like but again i i'm not somebody who struggles massively with mental health or anything like that and i feel like there are barriers stopping people from doing things um which is again why i love this story about how you started this podcast like you needed someone to talk to so you felt like let's just get it out there yeah. let's, let's waffle and get it out there i think <laughs> Yeah, it's amazing. And you're you're another example of someone who's needed to do something. So you've just gone and done it. And I absolutely love that, which is fantastic. Wow, thank you. But I think that's what I mean, we had obviously a little bit of chat before we started. I think I didn't realise how much we had kind of in common, like similar kind of, you know, like siblings with like with their parents and stuff. Um but I completely have lost where I was going with that then. But oh no, there we go. So it is about kind of getting out of your comfort zone. Like you said, like, you know, like your friends were having like a little bit of a laugh at, you know, at the beginning, but then you kind of, like you carried on, like you trusted yourself, you followed your gut. And like you just said, like, you know, you're like, you're 30 years old, like you're doing, you know, stuff on TikTok. I don't think I actually found like happiness and that kind of level of like, do you know what? I don't care what anyone else thinks I'm going to carry on doing until I turned 30. I yeah. don't know if it was like a, a switch that went off. Or I don't know what it was, but it's like, do you know what? this is what I want to do. I feel very comfortable and kind of like confident in what I can do. And I just went with it. And it's, I cannot stress enough how much getting out of your comfort zone and kind of challenging yourself can lead to like great things. Like it is insane the amount of growth that has happened last year, just by pushing myself that little bit further, whether it's my workouts, whether it's like my mentality, my mindset, but especially my comfort zone, because I, I wouldn't be sat here talking to you now if I'd stayed in my comfort zone. Mm. But so beautiful yeah. things can come from it. And I think again, in 10 years time, you'll look back when you're 40 and say, bloody hell, I was naive. I wasn't this, I wasn't that when I was 30. And you'll, you'll do a lot more growing in 10 years. And yeah. I, I'm one of them. I, I, 
it must be quite annoying to be friends with me or whatever, but I'm always like, <laughs> I know this, I know that. But then when I'm one of these people that has to take a step back from it, I have a little think about it and I'm like, actually what you've said is right. And that is exactly what I'm doing. But I think that's a mature thing about it as well. And yeah. that's come with age. Um, I was a right little know-it-all when I was younger and I still, I still am now, but like it's, it's one of those learning curves, isn't it? You take a step back, you learn, you listen, you change, you do whatever. Yeah. But yeah. Def- definitely stepping out of that comfort zone. It's the one thing that I just wish to say to people, but I think the thing that stops people coming out of their comfort zone is other people stopping them. Course, and it goes 100%. back to like the negative comments on TikTok. If you, if you're one of these people, like if you only had 10 followers on, on Instagram and you had 10 people saying, what are you doing? Like, there's no way you're going to keep doing it so i think it's on people again if you're one of those people on uh listen to this podcast don't do it for one bring everybody else up and that's another thing i actually think is massive about the fitness industry there's a lot of people in the industry bringing other people down to put themselves up i've got like loads of dirt on loads of different people i've got loads of opinions on other people i just keep it to myself unless it's affecting my business and there have been times when i've had to say something but unless it directly concerns you or is affecting you, just ignore it. Do your own thing. Um, and that's another big thing on the, on the content stuff, actually. Like, I, I've been there in the past. I've been so, like, obsessed with growing my following, trying to do yeah. this, trying to do that. But when you focus on the people who are already following you and satisfy what they want, then you you grow even more. And there's times when I've been like, oh, I need to stop doing the shirtless chef. Because it does, it does annoy me at times. Like, Obviously, where I'm filming, I'm filming like three or four recipes a day. And I think, oh, there must be some people who think, what a dickhead. Why is he doing this? He's 30 years old. He's cooking in the kitchen. He's shouting this stuff. But then the number of people who probably appreciate yeah, you it. Get paid, away, you get paid to do it. If I stand in yeah. my kitchen with my top off, starting shouting, my neighbours would call the police. <laughs> <laughs> so if you may, if you've got it and you get paid for it, don't stop it. Because you know what? instantly when i hear that i know who it is what i'm getting and i know yeah. for a fact like i'm going to take something away from it that i don't think you should give it up good and that, that's generally but, coming from like i don't want to say like i'm a fan but i am like a bit of a fan like i i genuinely love the recipes and stuff like i've probably it's not here it's downstairs in my kitchen i've actually got like a bit of paper where i put like the feta pasta thing on and there was another one it was um I don't know if it was like a chicken dish or something that's literally scribbled on the back of an envelope. I was like to yeah. my sister, we need these ingredients. Like this is what we're, <laughs> we're having. So no, I love that. Definitely don't but stop. honestly, I think that's another big thing, actually. I think in this day and age, we're scared to give feedback to people. And I think me and you, even on this podcast, have been quite open and honest. And it, it is, it does feel weird saying to someone, I love what you do, do yeah. it more. But when I get those messages from people, I've had somebody say they were thinking about killing themselves, which is pretty deep. And he was like, your content yeah. keeps me going. And I'm like, wow. that's mental. Because I'm just, a, as I say, a boy. I'm a, I'm a man now, but I, I'm just yeah. a boy in my house creating content. And you don't realise the effect it has on people. And I think in the industry that I'm in, you don't get that instant feedback that you would do with a regular job. If you do a shit job for your, your manager in head office, he's like, right, that's not good enough. Do it again. Yeah. Whereas I'm putting content out there daily, like every hour. And there's no instant feedback. So you, you're like, is what I'm doing any good? And then you yeah. kind of have to rely on the numbers to see if what you're doing is good or not. Um, but yeah, I think I think another thing I'd say to people is just tell people what you think of them. If, it, if it's nice, don't... I was going to say, <laughs> you wrote it here first. Yeah. Bring people... I'm going to get loads you see of me. You'll come now. back for like a, a part two and I'll have like a big black eye. It's like, well, I followed your advice. <laughs> I've lost five pounds, but I've got... <laughs> I've got this black eye. Yeah. 
Do you um do you struggle to like take compliments? This is purely obviously from like um, like a man's point of view. Like I really struggle if someone like says something nice to me. Like I I get like it's like I turn into like a a six year old girl. Like I get like all giggly and nervous. Like <laughs> like thanks, but I, I don't know how to process it. Or is that just I think, me? Oh, yeah, I, I think I do. <laughs> no, I think I think I do as well. I, I get awkward over a few things. Money, like paying the bill and things. Like if I do it, I when people are like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, I'm like, yeah, don't worry about it, just shut yeah. up. And then like when someone's <laughs> like, yeah, I, th- I think I get weird with compliments, which is weird because I'm I'm quite free with giving them to people, I feel. Yeah. And when it's on the other end, I'm like, ah, stop it. Not that I find it annoying, <laughs> but it's just a weird one to take on, isn't it? Yeah. I would literally, exactly that though. Even today, like my mate texted me, he's like, oh, well done, blah, blah, blah. And I literally replied with, ha shut up. Because I literally <laughs> can't, I can't process it. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> yeah. That's made me feel a bit more normal. With this pandemic, I think my following's grown significantly in the last year and I haven't really been, like when I've been out and about, I've been recognised a few times, but I think it's like really downplayed because we're not going out and about and stuff. So I think it hasn't allowed me to realise how many followers, like I've nearly got half a million followers across all platforms. And it's like, that's quite a lot of people. But when it's just a number on the screen, you don't really realise it. But um, yeah, I think in a weird way, yeah, that's that sort of compliment, isn't it? When people are like out and about asking for a photo and stuff, yeah. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's an actual fan, I think it's just like some randomer. Like they, they yeah. don't actually know who you are, and they, <laughs> they're taking photos. Probably a strong chance you should call the police. A <laughs> <laughs> little bit of advice there. Um, one final thing that we've got, I know we've touched upon it like throughout the episode, but shirt the chef boy like where were you when you first thought of like okay this is what i'm gonna do and obviously your voice goes quite high when yeah. you say that like where were you the first time you were like shirt the chef boy how, how did that all come about so the background behind it itv reached out to me it must have been mid 2018 and said we're, we're putting it together a tv show called the yeah. big audition and basically it's a behind the scenes look at the casting world so there was various different roles to go for there was like the witch at uh, an amusement park there was a tv presenter role the one that i went for was a content creator role for philippo berrio the olive oil brand oh yeah. so had a couple of conversations with this um casting director and she was like, right, I want you to make olive oil fun. And I was thinking, how on earth can you make <laughs> olive oil fun? So I remember I was in my flat in Tooting and I, was, I sprayed olive oil all over the floor and slid in and like went, oh, hello, boy, in this stupid voice. But it's, it's kind of, it's, it's progressed from stupid chat that I've had with my mates yeah. throughout university. We've got all these little sayings and phrases and stuff that we yeah, all yeah. say. I'm just the one who's at the forefront of it now. So made this video, slid in on olive oil and then put it all over my body, rubbed it in. And then I actually did like a, a serious um, brochette, one, like as serious as it could be with my top off and olive oil rubbed into me. <laughs> anyway, went through the process, ended up getting on a TV. serious bruschetta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so went through that process, ended up getting on TV. And then I don't know who it was. It was some big dog on the day. We're like, right, um, you're coming across really well in your interviews. We don't want to completely mug you off. So they just said, like, go into this audition with your top on um, and then can you take it off halfway through? And I was like, yeah, OK. And they're like, are you actually going to do it? And I was like, yeah, why, why not? Because I feel like a lot you of these told me creators, to do it. 
yeah and i feel like people do stuff and then when they're actually in the real life scenario they're not the same person as they are on the outside yeah. and i was like yeah i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it and they're like kept saying are you gonna do it you can do it i was like yeah fine anyway so um took my top off i said i've got this concept called the shirtless chef took my top off because i knew that it was going to be six months before that aired so yeah. i just came up with the shirtless chef um and then in that six months, I started creating content on YouTube. So when that TV show came out, I think it was Christmas 2018. Wow. I already had stored content up for six months. It turned out the TV show did absolutely shit. But I had that content still. And I thought, look, I've yeah. put all this effort in. I may as well keep it going. And then TikTok actually saw the, that. And then they were like, can you bring this over onto TikTok? Um, and now, yeah. This, this is what I do. And I, I quickly found out that when you loop your videos, so basically if you take the, the back portion of the video and put it on the front, it makes a continuous loop. That did really well. Um, and then, yeah, just, just finishing the video with Shirt Chef Boys. <laughs> no, everyone's copying me doing it now. No. It is. <laughs> See, Every, everybody's that looping their videos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, again, it's one of those things, because I've worked in marketing, I know how these things kind of work. So it's have a regular catchphrase, make people know what's coming up. Um, I've, I've had quite a lot of interaction with TikTok because I was one of the first on the platform. So they've yeah. been really helpful in growing my platform. But yeah, that's where it came from. Um, and as I said, I've had loads of times I've thought, oh, do I need to keep doing this? Should I keep doing it? But it's when I have those days when I'm maybe tired or not like yeah. feeling 100%. And then you see the negative comments and you're like, oh, maybe I should just stop this. But then it's people like you that enjoy it. I'm like, right, here's the reason. Yeah, I'm no, doing definitely it. not. Definitely not. I think it's just, it just gives me that kind of motivation. I was like, well, okay, well, you know, if you want your neighbours to stop ringing the police, you need to start doing these workouts and stop yeah. shouting, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's good. It's good that it's going down well. I probably should say, like, my neighbours are actually lovely people. I don't know why. <laughs> Fine. Mate, thank you so much for joining me for a waffle. Like, it has been an absolute pleasure. Like, I've, I've genuinely, like, learned something and... I feel like I've found like a little bit of a, uh, I don't even know what the word is, like a kindred spirit maybe yes. with like, you know, with our like kind of stories and stuff. So yeah, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. Honestly, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's felt like the best conversation. Um, and again, I'm so inspired by your story. And I think between the two of us and anybody listening to this podcast, just use everything that we've said today and try and do something even if you are starting off with one follower or it doesn't even need to be followers online or anything whatever it is just put your all into it keep going that consistency is what's going to see you do well so again massive thank you for having me on and i'm really really inspired by you perfect advice and thank you for the compliment i'm going to giggle now like a six-year-old girl so <laughs> <laughs> you've been listening to the waffle shop podcast with me taylor james huge thank you to my very special guest this week the incredible david templar make sure you check out his socials because he is an absolute legend hit that subscribe button and as always i'll see you next week even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well... 
HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. You've been listening to the Waffle Shop Podcast with me, Taylor James. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and even leave a review. It means the world to me. See you soon.